and that's bullshit. You're in the rainforest. You should let your dog eat you. Yeah, <laughs> hey, for you got your dog. You don't need to be, okay, you're in the rainforest. There's leaves, there's, you know, if you really need to eat meat, there's probably some fish in a stream somewhere. <laughs> together holy shit look at that we're never together <laughs> when we record we live so too far away we got really excited and decided to do a live yeah do all, all, the whole episode live yeah record together and live and then we'll post it we hoped you know mm-hmm. we could kind of interact with you guys a little bit more so we're gonna do episode 13's recording and we're gonna talk about phoenix, phoenix forgotten, forgotten. Yeah, so we watched this, what, like, two weeks ago? It was a <laughs> We're really excited. I don't really like my side profile, but it's okay. Uh, it's fine. It's chopped. It's good. <laughs> okay, so, episode 13. Shoot. Yeah, so it's been a while, so I'm, just, I'm gonna try to remember half of this movie. That's why I got the synopsis up. I'm gonna try to fucking remember this. It'll give us some structure for once. It's something. We'll see. So I'm like, I remember things, but I don't at the same fucking time. Oh my god. It still might be chalked. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how this goes. We're gonna ride with it. We're gonna ride. So yeah, we've watched Phoenix Forgotten, and it is directed by Justin Barber, and it was released April 21st, 2017. I was like, is that fucking new? Crap, I thought it was old as shit. I thought it was old too. But... <laughs> I, I was thinking like 2008. It's a found footage film, so that probably is why. It just feels older. Yeah. I, because I, I think they're supposed to be in the 90s. I, don't know, I, can, mm-hmm. I can look this yep. up. It was uh, 97 yeah. when this event happened. So in the 1990s, some <laughs> shit happened and then they got it on film. Or did they? Or did they? <laughs> or did they? So we start out with, um, we probably don't actually start out, but this is the plot. <laughs> this is the plot. Here we go. So Sophie Bishop and her boyfriend Dan are visiting her parents for their 20th anniversary of her older brother's Josh's disappearance. That's sad. Yep. On March 13th, 1997, the family witnesses the Phoenix Lights during her sixth birthday. Mm, that's right. Because the thing flies overhead, and they don't know what the fuck it is that flies overhead. And what what the hell did their grandpa <laughs> say or something? It's like the military. Hopefully oh, our wow. military. Well, because they live, they, freaking, this house is like up on the highest hill in fucking Phoenix. God knows where. And so the, 
whatever aircraft or mm-hmm. whatever comes like right over their house and so it's really startling because they're having a birthday party and everything just starts shaking yeah it just shakes like an earthquake and you just hear this loud sound they look up and it's like a v shape of lights and it just zooms on by it's freaking terrifying they're like what the hell was that you know it's probably the military yeah because they like, live by an air base yeah. or whatever offhand a comment hopefully our military it's <laughs> like you know what i wouldn't be that fucking calm if it's any <laughs> military <laughs> it was like excuse me can you fuck off that's <laughs> happened to me before because we live close to the 29 palms air base yeah so they always fly those like fucking jets over and they're loud as hell they sound like they're crashing into the ground and one was flying so low to our house that I thought a plane was actually coming to crash. And I grabbed my cat to run and jump into the pool. <laughs> and it was just me and my mom who was home. And even she fucking was like freaking out. Like yeah. what? the animals were freaking out. It was loud. It sounded like something was going to blow up. Oh, that's scary. Those bastards and their weather machines too. <laughs> started snowing in the desert in the middle of summer. Not a cloud in the sky. Fucking weird the military that's scary america <laughs> aliens aliens <laughs> aliens <coughs> so anyways uh the oh, only already got <laughs> we got this uh josh he's the one who they're meeting up at the beginning to go over during this entire thing is convinced that they witnessed ufos but everyone else is like, no, well, we haven't. No, this is a military. You're full of shit, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, it's fine. It's fine. So that's the fir- one of the first videos that we see. And then the film starts out where Sophie, she wants to still get into the reasoning behind her brother's disappearance. So she finds his old videotapes and starts reviewing them to say, hey, what the fuck happened? You know, I really need to know what happened. So she ends up finding tapes and it's Josh's friends. Ashley and Mark, and they are investigating the Phoenix Lights because they recall seeing those Phoenix Lights. So Ashley and Josh start interviewing two astronomers who theorize what the lights are. And they say that they were flares dropped by jets from the nearby Luke Air Force Front Force Base. Why did I say it like that? I started reading (laughs) eight different things. Oh, God. Those two guys. I, like, vaguely remember those two guys. I think I started tuning it out just a smidge there. Because I was like, I'm bored. You guys are They were, like, the cutest little old guys. Yeah, but they were, it's like, dude, it's aliens. Stop being skeptical. They grungy as shit, and they're like, yeah. They They watch the footage with the kids, and they're like, yeah, it's definitely flares. And the kids are like... What the fuck? Yeah, they're still, they're <laughs> unconvinced. They're like, okay, no, it's, yeah. it's fucking aliens, but they're like film buffs, so they're just going off yeah. of any possibility of what it could be. It's like when you're ghost hunting and people are like, mm-hmm. no, those orbs are dust and they're flying by. It's like, okay, not everything's fucking dust. Not everything's a reflection of light. Like, yeah. come on, man. Josh got hella pissed. He's like, you believe them to what, Ashley yeah, or whatever? Like, Excuse me? Oh my gosh. Fucking Ashley, though. Ashley's one of those ones that you think has a head on her shoulder through the whole fucking thing, and then it just falls apart. <laughs> oh my god. Wendy wants to be on the podcast. She's excited. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. <laughs> tangent number two. Tangent I'm gonna number keep two. track today. <laughs> we go on tangents. That's the fun of it. Hello. Would you like more tangents? <laughs> so. 
several days later, more mysterious lights appear over Mesa. Fucking Mesa. That place is a shithole. Is that in Arizona? Yeah. Sorry to anyone who lives there. I hated it. (laughs) So hoping to capture the lights on the film in better quality, they drive to Mesa. And they start climbing a big hill on the outskirts of town. And then they notice a spotlight in the distance, you know, facing skyward. Oh, that's that weird thing that shoots by. Oh, that's when they go with Mark, right? Yeah, they're okay. with Mark. So first thing about Mark you want to know, he's a douche. He's a third wheel. He's like in college and these kids are like in high school, mm-hmm. right? And somehow Mark and Josh are like best friends. Yeah, I don't know how the hell they ended up finding Mark. I don't remember that. I don't know why they He just comes to Josh's house because Josh calls him. He's like, yeah, I got a car. And it's like the oldest car. (laughs) And then they just drive down to the the hills. And he's flirting with Josh's crush the entire time because Josh has a a crush on Ashley. Ugh, I was pissed. Ashley's dense as shit. I was like, butt out, Mark. (laughs) You're in college. Like, fuck off. Mark, go away. Ugh. Anyways. I don't remember this part. What the fuck? What? Uh, the whole sheriff deputies and the mysterious men. Oh, yeah. When they climb up, they climb, they, they go climb to the... They climb the hill. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? They force them to flee. And Josh <laughs> notices cars belonging to the men have no license plates. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. I remember. Because that's when it started getting yeah. sketchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. they go to find the orb, and all they find is a bunch of, like, sheriff deputies with unmarked cars. Yeah, it's like, you guys need to get out of here. You need to leave. <laughs> I would, no, at that point, I'd be like, okay, we're following some kind of freaky light, and it's not no flares. I'd go to the old dude and show them the picture of those damn cars. Be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. explain this. Flares? I think not. My ass. It's the desert. It's okay. Filled with aliens. <laughs> so, Sophie continues to interview multiple parties regarding Latria's disappearance through this entire thing. <laughs> God, that's it's just a mess, everyone she's interviewing. Yeah. They're all in denial. Yeah. Then they claim to not see the fucking lights, and then later on, oh no, we saw the lights. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, you didn't, what the fuck, dude? It's really shitty because she keeps trying to, like, all the regular people are like, yeah, we saw the lights, like, they were there, like, whatever. But every time she interviews someone who is in, like, government or, like, the army or whatever, they're always like, nope, it wasn't lights. Yeah, it's like the governor basically saying it wasn't lights, I didn't see the lights, and all of a sudden, you know, next That's interview, we up. saw the lights. I was like, dude, these people went missing, and you're going to just bullshit and say, oh, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. No, it's not a co- government cover-up. It's just flares, probably. I didn't see them. <laughs> Next thing you know, oh, no, I saw them. <laughs> Loud noises. Ooh, spooky. Spooky time. Tons of lights. <laughs> so at this point, uh, Sophie and Dan visit the local high school where Ashley was a film editor and would have access to the equipment. But the film teacher does not have any logs that may have been fil- filled out. So Sophie's just kind of like, she's, she's stuck. She's at a dead end. Mm-hmm. So she interviews her parents who reveal that the strain of Josh's disappearance caused them to divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those parents were fucking weird, though. Like, it's <laughs> like they didn't care that their kid went missing, ever. Yeah, it, it was feel- really sad because <clears throat> it, it was like the dad really, really cared and he wouldn't let it go. And the mom was really just trying to let it go. You know, yeah, she just, was like, we got to move on. It's just fucking weird. But <laughs> everyone handles grieving in different ways. Mm-hmm. 
Because their car was abandoned. That was the only thing that was left that they found. Mm -hmm. Uh, Josh, Mark, and Ashley's car was abandoned. And all that was in there was a camera and a single tape. So they only had very little. Because Sophie reviewed, or yeah, saw the recovered tape. And it was just kind of the beginning of their journey. Yeah, And it's just to find the lights. And then they were finding all the um, charred animal corpses. There's just a bunch of charred animal corpses everywhere. It was everywhere. so sad. It's like, like a bunch of burnt coyotes. Yeah, negative, you know, negative star for this film. You could have killed the dog. <laughs> like, star. what the fuck? Negative star. Fuck that. Oh, that's so rude. You don't gotta burn fucking coyotes. This is, it's <laughs> not, you know, I don't care if it's fake. You don't, don't kill the dog. This is bullshit, okay? I don't got the time. <laughs> I think that's my least favorite horror movie, I guess, trope, is when they kill the animal. Like, the I dog, just... the cat. Leave them alone. They didn't do anything I don't to know. you. I had like, a, come yeah. on. I had a horror movie night like a couple weeks ago where I watched like four horror movies in a row that I had not seen. And in three of them, they killed the cat. Mm-hmm. I was like, was it necessary to kill the cat? Yeah. I don't know. Kill the, kill nope. the kid. I don't give a shit. But don't kill the cat. Super unnecessary. It's some bullshit. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm mad about it. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Again. Anyway, what so. was that tangent number four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sophie returns to Phoenix and she receives a box that had been mailed to the school several years prior before being placed in storage. (laughs) And Sophie and Dan open the box and discover a heavily damaged camera. Just like looks, it looks like crushed and burned all at the same time. And then it looks like fossilized, even though it hasn't been that long, which is even weirder. It's like super exciting though, because at this point in the film, Sophie has like given up. She flew back home Mm -hmm. and then finally the teacher calls and she's like, Hey, we found this box. Like, I don't know why it's in there, but we found this box. And so Sophie flies back and she's all excited because it's the camera that, I mean, has the film that she's been looking for. Sophie finally, you know, is able to recover the contents of the tape, even though it's charred to shit. And it's comprising the remainder of the film that she was watching prior from their beginning adventure to discovering what the lights are. So it's like after they abandoned their car. But we don't get to see, like, what's on the tape right away yet because it just cuts to her. She's watched the entire tape and she's like, we need to tell somebody. She's, like, so freaked out. She's, like, freaking the hell out. Which... It's just, she contacts someone at the Air Force Base. Yeah. That's what happens. She contacts someone at the Air Force Base, and then it shows her on arrival, you know, at the Air Force Base, trying to get in because they have a meeting, and they're like, no. And this guy, this gatekeeper, was just fucking rude. He's like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, your name? No, step back, drive over there. We ain't got the time for this. Like, so rude. I can't fucking handle this shit. Well, and at this point, you're like, oh my god, was it a fucking military jet? Because you don't, you don't get to see the tape, so you're sitting there wondering, like, what the hell did she just watch? It's something secret. They don't want you to know. (laughs) It's something secret. It's crazy. So... (laughs) But we don't really get to hear the conversation between her and the captain because yep. we just have Dan in the car filming. Like, going, like super like, like, what's going on over here? <laughs> and it's just her, and she comes back in the car all fucking pissed off and says, He's, he ordered me not to let the footage get out. And it's like a fucking threat. Like, if you let that footage get out. Like, you're going to die. You're going to die. Yeah. We'll, we will kill you. <laughs> so then it cuts there to everything that's on the recovered tape. And that's when shit starts getting hefty. That's when I'm like, fucking finally. So it's it like cuts back to where they're walking along with the charred animal corpses. And oh. I love that. It's great. Woo. 
But they're in the, de- the desert and they're hiking. And it, Ashley and Mark are appearing to grow closer. And Josh is a little pissed, so we got some tension there. So if you need your high school sweetheart drama with the weird, creepy college guy, this is the film for you. Check. <laughs> Check. It's got all the boxes. But they witness the light in the distance, and it hovers for several minutes before, like, zooming horizontally, and they're all excited because they got it on film. They're like, did you get that? Did you get that? And they're like, yep, we got it. And then they decide to start hiking back to their vehicle, but they can't find their way back. Like, they're getting lost, and they're all disoriented through the entire thing. Well, especially Mark, because Mark was the one who was supposed to be, like, knowing where they're going. And then they're like, do you know the way back? And he's like, yeah, I know the way back. He's all getting all pissed off that they even asked. But he obviously doesn't know the way back, because he's leading them, like, the complete wrong direction. They they end up in this weird-ass cave. Yeah. That's the whole thing. They, start go, they end up going through a whole, like, rock wall. And you don't know where the fuck they're at. They're disoriented. They're freaking out. And Mark sure is like, no, this is the way to the car. This is the way to the car. But then you start noticing on the rocks all these handprints. And I don't even know. It's like not dust or blood or anything. It's just like weird. It's like white handprints. Yeah, it's just, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Is it paint? Is it aliens? I I don't know what was up with all the handprints. They were like really small too. They Mm -hmm. weren't like big handprints or No, it's just, they're just all over the place. Ew. Ugh. All I gotta say. So, <laughs> anyways, they get to the top of the hill, and they end up hearing, like, another loud noise, and it starts getting really bright, and the ground starts kind of moving, but they lose track of Mark, who ended up climbing way to the top of the hill, and Ashley and Josh are just getting down, saying, get down, get down, but they didn't turn off their fucking light through the whole thing. It's like, I- dude... Turn off your light, because if something's coming for you, turn off the fucking light, man. What the hell? I was, like, yelling at the screen. Mm-hmm. Turn off your light! Turn Hide! <laughs> but after the the bright light ends up passing over them, and then Mark comes back to the hill. What the fuck? Oh. Anyway. Oh, I can see him. Sorry. Oh, okay. Mark. Oh, it's a thumbs up. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Mark comes back to the top of the hill, and he's coming down, and he's a little disoriented, and he's, like, freaking out. He's like, we gotta go. We gotta, he's, like, distressed. He's like, well, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. We gotta get out of here. And they're like, we don't know where the car's at. He's like, no, I know where the car's at. It's this way. So I, I have a feeling he knew exactly where the car was the whole time. He had plans. Mark was up to some shady He was shit. really, but he was the one who started getting weird first. Like, he got a nosebleed. He was like really like disoriented and That's acting really weird. He makes it back. They make it back to the car. He does lead them back to the car, and he like grabs a beer and starts downing it. And then he starts getting it's a nosebleed, so and he's feeling sick, and he's getting yeah. super cold. And then he starts to hear voices, and it's like voices of people he knows in the middle of the desert. And he's just running to the middle of the desert. And I think he was seeing his brother or something. He's like, it's my brother. And they're like, what? What the fuck are you on? There's nobody out here. It's the middle of nowhere. And he disappears. Oh my god. And at that point, Ashley starts freaking out. And she's like, we need to get out. And Josh is like, okay, it's it's fine. We're going to get back. It's like, no, it's not fine. Car's not working. It's chalk. You're like, dude, you're way too chill (laughs) in this dangerous situation <laughs> but they noticed a light in the distance and then they were like we'll just follow that and then they start discovering more fucking dead animals mm-hmm. love that oh they hear them though yeah well this they was start... the part that i was like freaking out because you just hear a bunch of like coyotes or wolves or something like howling 
Mm-hmm. And then they end up going to the space where they're all just like burnt. Which is weird. But then Ashley oh. starts showing symptoms that Mark was showing. Like she starts getting the nosebleed and having the fever and then her hair was falling out oh. and all kinds of weird shit. And she just starts panicking. Yeah. Like she loses, like she pulls her hair out at one point and starts like, she's losing she's it. She's lost it. And yeah. she, she starts hearing the sound and starts running. And Josh is running after her saying, you know, when you stick together basically. And then the lights return, and it's like a huge wind is what it is. And it, like, lifts everything up, and everything's, like, whipping around them. And it's just like the rocks are going everywhere, and sh- you don't know what the fuck's going on because it's so subtle and you can't see anything. Yeah. But it's got to be, like, an alien spacecraft because what the hell else could yeah. be appearing? With- well, it's just a huge light and then a bunch of wind. <laughs> but then, but that's the whole thing. It had to have been the, that's when the big rings came down. Yeah. And were, like, spinning around. It was fucking weird and i'm gonna i'm gonna die on this hill i don't think that josh would have went missing if he hadn't followed ashley yeah he he should have just been like bye bitch like yeah sorry and then you're acting crazy because it (laughs) because he notices ashley basically get zapped up by light so Mm -hmm. we see ashley get abducted by aliens and that is shocked after that she's gone god i'm saying shocked a lot i hate everything (laughs) it's dropped but josh starts basically freaking out and because the tape cuts and he ends up you know running and arriving at the home that he saw the light in the distance and it's like this abandoned home the spacecraft's still following him he thinks he's fucking safe Mm -hmm. you know but various appliances start exploding and they're lifting up in the fucking house and everything everything's shaking yeah and he's just you know freaking out and then finally the roof comes off and then there goes josh you know but the camera ends up cutting out and then it starts resuming, and it's the camera basically falling from the through sky. the atmosphere in the sky. So yep. you kind of see how it got charred and damaged and everything. Yep. And then that's it. it records the sunset for a while and ends up dying, and they're gone. Chopped. Chopped. <laughs> yeah. It just, yeah, falls from the sky, and then the camera's just there. <laughs> so they were abducted. Abducted. But what I don't get is how the school got mailed the camera. Because the camera just falls from the sky in the middle of the desert. How How the hell did they get it? That's the whole thing. Like, the teacher that they interviewed is the one that found it and said, no, I have something. And it's like, okay, did someone turn this in? And again, why would they... Because it was, like, in a box that had the, like, address on it. Like, it was mailed. And there was just some things that made no damn sense on that. But anyways, on Rotten Tomatoes... And um, the film has an approval rating of 44%. Based on 16 reviews. On Rotten Tomatoes, is it? I guess so. With an average rating of 5.10 out of 10. And on Metacritic, (laughs) the film has a score of 33 out of 100. Based on 5 critics, indicating generally unfavorable reviews. Really? I thought people liked this movie. Guess not. Audience polled by CinemaScore gave the film an average grade of a C-. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I, I guess like bad. Well, I mean, well, one critics are critics. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I mean, I have a bias towards alien films, especially those that are like found footage, because I liked yeah. that Apollo nineteen or whatever the fuck it was. And well, and I liked the mix. Like, I liked the mix of it being found footage slash kind of documentary oh, yeah, style. Yeah, you know what I mean? That was nice. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. It's not the worst fucking movie out there. Yeah, I agree, Manager Pam. I thought it would have better reviews. Yeah. Yeah. 
People are shocked. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you know, people just have bad taste. Poor yeah. taste. Well, I can check Letterbox, and I want to see what people are saying over there, too. Because mm. these are the real critics. <laughs> I'd give it a better review. I think it was a pretty good movie. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was bad. Like, I'd watch it again. And it is chopped. <laughs> 2.6 out of 5 stars. What the heck? People are crazy. But the the top so. the top review is the very top review for it is a four and a half by an Ava Davis. And she says, Thank God no <laughs> one saw this or else I'd spend my whole life defending it. Cool. So <laughs> there you go. Ava Davis. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um the movie versus the real story is not It's a little chopped. Yeah, it's not great, honestly. Um so the real, like, the real story is pretty much the Phoenix Lights. So, um, on Thursday, March 13th in 1997, around 6.55 p.m., um, there was a tri- oh, triangular formation of lights um, that people said was, like, several football field size. It started over Henderson, Nevada, and then apparently throughout the night was seen crossing pretty much over phoenix arizona i'd like to point out even though the years are different these these lights like even the triangular formation that Mm -hmm. people see and everything like we just watched fire in the sky and that's what that guy saw around the same areas where he got abducted yeah come on man yeah there's something going on out there if there's that many fucking alien stories coming out and it's Mm -hmm. not like these people all knew each other and i don't see why like, 20 years later from Fire in the Sky happening, they would be like, oh, well, no, we got this one happening. No, yeah. so you don't do that. You would end up playing it the same fucking year and yeah. go on a tangent. Yeah. So, yeah. So, apparently throughout the night, thousands of people in Phoenix, Arizona, um, claimed that they saw the same triangular formation passing over the city. Um, it stopped over the horizon for an hour and then disappeared. Um and nobody has ever, I think, since been able to explain why the lights were there. Um, so, that actually is what I was about to talk about, Manager Pam. Um, I don't, so, she can read on her phone and I'm sitting here going, oh, there, Sorry, yeah, I have the comments up <laughs> so I can read because otherwise it's sideways. Um, there was another set of lights, a set of nine lights appearing to just hover around this, uh, the city. And, like, people said they just, like, hovered. Like, they didn't really move a lot. They kind of stayed still. Um, Around 10 p.m. And the Air Force came out and said that that was flares. And I think that a lot of people, because there were so many sightings of lights, a lot of people say that the Air Force came out and said that all of the lights were flares from, what is the base that's over there? The Barry Goldwater base that's over there. Oh, shit. So, I don't know. Um, But from what I read, there was moving lights and there was hovering lights. And from what I've seen, the Air Force said that the hovering lights were the flares because obviously they drop them and they stay where, you know, stay where they are or they fall or whatever. So, they're in the same area. But, I don't know. Um, That's pretty much the basis of the movie. So, unlike the movie, there's no, like, Kids that went missing after, you know, videoing the lights and all of that stuff. Um, 
You know, they just recently, not recently, it was actually a couple years ago when people are now finally pulling it up. And I think it was like to get people off of certain news that was happening, but they did declassify UFOs. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the shit, it is real. Like, there, it's it's gone. It's, it, you cannot say that UFOs do not exist. There's no possibility of aliens when they came out and they literally declassified them and said, nope. We have proof. Here's this. This is not us. This is not any other country that, that's there. It's like, okay. So then you got to go back and think of all the abduction stories. Yeah. And you got to go back and think of shit like the Phoenix Lights and everything. Yeah. Shit is real. And when you start looking into those shady ass Air Force bases, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, but I do have some interesting, like, I don't know, I guess little factoids. Um, there was a physician in Phoenix at the time. Her name was Dr. Lynn, I don't know, Katei. It's K-I-T-E-I. She saw the lights and completely changed her profession to making documentaries about alien abductions. And she ended up writing a book about the Phoenix lights. Mm. Um, let me see. Oh, a formal... A former city councilwoman, um, Frances Barwood, saw the lights and investigated them publicly, and then many people, like, super wrote her off as, like, a politician. Um, They ridiculed her, called her, like, a conspiracy theorist, but she said, she claims to have, like, um, interviewed over 700 eyewitnesses of, like, the event, and said that the government never interviewed one of them. Like, when she talked to them, they said they were never interviewed by the government. Ooh. Um, ooh, here's a good one. Okay, Kurt Russell, apparently. Fucking Kurt Russell. Here we go. Okay. This is, I mean, I, I read this on, it was like probably two of the three articles or four articles that I was able to find. Most of the articles online, that's what sucks, is that um, most of them online are just about like the movie. They're like introducing the movie and then they talk a little bit about the Phoenix Lights and that's it. It was really like, I was hard pressed to find, um articles that actually went into, you know, the Phoenix Lights and the differences in the movie and, you know, all of that stuff. So, but get this, guys. Kurt Russell <laughs> says he witnessed the lights from a plane that he was flying over the lights. But he claims to the press that he completely forgot about doing this. Like, he completely forgot that he ever, I don't know, flew this plane over the lights. And only remembered when he saw his wife watching a documentary about the lights. And the documentary mentioned a pilot flying over the lights. And he was like, oh my god, that was me. And then went back and checked his flight manifest. And it's, it has, like, that flight on oh, that day yeah. at that time. That's pretty crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> Kurt, Russell. Kurt Russell's on drugs. Probably. <laughs> but I just thought that was an interesting story. <laughs> um... The one that I also looked into was the governor of Arizona. This guy is an ass. Fife Symington. Um, He completely came out on television. So, I'll get to that. But he came out and completely was like, this is false. He had a whole press conference where he was like, the light, like we found the person who has to do with the lights, and he brought out an alien, a person dressed up as an alien. Yeah, like onto an the asshole. Yeah, I was like, okay, man, like people are taking this kind of seriously, and you're being kind of a dick. And then way later, ten years later, he comes out 
and says, oh yeah, I did see those lights. They were completely weird. And apparently he was like a former pilot and he was like, it's nothing like I've ever seen before in a human aircraft. And I was like, why the fuck couldn't you say that? Like when these things were happening. Yeah, like, it's fucking weird. I'm what's the problem? I, I mean, I guess because like that <sighs> he city just... council woman, he didn't want to be seen as like yeah. a conspiracy theorist or whatever. Politics are dumb. Just become a conspiracy theorist. Just do it. <laughs> Joe <laughs> said UAO, unidentified alien objects. I agree. It's better. <laughs> They're aliens at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh. So lastly, I did want to talk a little bit about like the director and um, the things that he kind of went into to try to make, like, I don't know, do well by the original story, I guess. Um, Justin, yeah, there was no Josh. Yeah, there was no Josh. <laughs> there was no Josh. <laughs> but Justin Barber, the director, said that he wanted to have the feel of like having a documentary that goes off the rails. Oh, yeah. And so he says he, like, went to Phoenix, he spoke to eyewitnesses, he, like, super, um, like, researched the actual story and all of that stuff so that the movie was really, like, grounded in that, so that, like, story was the actual basis, you know what I mean? Um, obviously, it definitely went off the rails, Mm -hmm. but he really wanted to make it seem that way, so, um, he also used... What the fuck? I swear. That was the most startling <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, a, who adds a train horn to their car? What the hell is this? <gasps> who, who are my neighbors? Okay, anyways. Um, but he says that he used actual, um, oh my gosh, what is it called? Actual news footage. So, the beginning, when you see the lights and stuff, apparently they incorporated original footage but, of when yeah. people videoed the lights. And then both of the governor's press conferences, the one with the alien and the one where he's like pretty much apologizing, saying that he's he did see the lights, um, are actually from news footage. So the governor's an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> he's a dick. But yeah, I think that's I think that's it. But yeah, I do agree the movie is better, but movies do kind of have to go off the rails. And at yeah. least it gets people interested yeah. to go back and look up, you know, things that have happened throughout yeah. history, no matter how small. Just... Well, and I think that it's good that he, you know, tried to actually do justice by the original story. He didn't yeah. just hear part of the story and just, like, made it a movie. You yeah. know what I mean? They did good. It's just they wanted, you know, to still make a shocking sci-fi film on top of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Well, as always, we hope you were frightened. And thanks for joining us. It was a lot of fun having you guys comment and interact with us. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. 